the next question, that, and I think we've touched on it um, a little earlier about um, sort of intersectionality. Um, as a woman of colour, do you feel like you've benefited from fem- feminism? Since I was a child, I've always been a feminist, but um, coming more to an India standpoint, I've seen a lot of progress um, on how people view feminism. So um, actually in India, really interestingly, uh, feminism was initiated by a man and then women joined um, towards the end of the century. So what I've seen, these are small changes, but they have a very large impact in terms of um, the feminism movement. we, we see things like uh, menstruation taboos being destroyed. So what used to happen earlier is that, you know, women were, women when they were menstruating, they were untouchables. But now people are more accepting of that. And also uh, moving a little towards the colorism topic. Um, I, I It upsets me a bit when I still see that a lot of Indian women still feel like being of a fairer skin color is ideal. But I feel like now again, that's changing. We're becoming more accepting. Um, even in terms of um, corporate jobs, women are the representation of women. Although it's not where it should be, it is improving. Women sitting on boards, women um, in finance, women in fields where you typically uh, see are male dominated. I think that's a really interesting point, actually. Um, and mm. when I think about that question for me I feel like insensibly I'm going to say yes but then, and then I have to think about like I've had to overcome my adversity and I, I it's really difficult if your life has only ever been a black woman to know if things haven't happened because you are black or because you're a woman or when do you know what I mean but I do feel like I do feel like I have benefited from feminism as a whole but I've still and generally, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but again, like I said, I have to pick where, because my, my oh, I don't know, I, I don't know if I'm making myself clear, but I feel like when I have to think about the challenges that I've had to overcome, it's, yeah. I don't feel like it's based on me being a woman, but there has been stuff that I know has happened because I'm a woman. So, yeah, but generally, mm. I would say yes. I have I have benefited not as much as I would necessarily if I was a white woman, but that's a colour thing, not feminism. I don't. No, I think I understand. Yeah, I think I get your point, and I I guess I've had to read that question back actually because I think initially I was going to say no, um, but I think yes, there has been I've benefited from women's rights mm. if I ever decide to have a child if I'm able to have one I'm yeah. gonna get maternity pay in this country and get some time off you can um, also get contraception do you know what I mean like yeah exactly yeah. so yeah as a as a society there's definitely been right. benefits to that yeah 100% and I guess when I first said that first read that question I think my gut reaction was no because I'm looking at sort of leading feminists in the media, always on the telly, debating and, um, you know, initiatives and boards being set up and not seeing many faces like mine. 
So I think I was going to say no in the beginning because I kind of felt a lot of the people, a lot of the academics, other than of Bell Hooks, who's widely known, especially in the US, there's not many feminist writers. So I guess feminism as, you know, the ideology and the political movement, yeah. But in terms of the actual, um, I don't know what you want to call it, um, the media portrayal of it, I would say no. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Like, is that a race thing rather than feminine? Do you understand what I mean? Like, is it? Yeah. Uh, so it's it, like that's why I said instinctively for me, it's yes. I have so much living in the UK. I have so much stuff that I can just do. It doesn't matter that I am a woman. Mm. But then the challenges I've had, I generally, if I have to really think, I think that they are more than likely to do with race than that I was female. Although I've had had silly sexist comments and, and do you know what I mean and stuff like that. And I do think to when I started working um, in my career and being a single mum and like having to challenge leaving it, like it was not, 15 years ago, it was not like this. Like if you were a junior member of staff, asking for flexibility, asking to leave early to collect your child, it was, it, it was massive. There was no one to kind of really support me in that. Um, and I think that that, that was an issue. And I, I'm pretty sure, like, had my partner had gone into my career path, it, he wouldn't have had to face that. It would have just been expected that I would sort out the children. Does that make sense? So yeah. there, there yeah. were a few examples throughout my career that being a woman has been challenging. And... I'm grateful now, like the position I'm at, the experience that I have, and the voice that I found within myself, I am I am able to kind of really challenge that. And I feel like society is very different in supporting women in the workplace and stuff. But I, I feel like that period, probably from 20 to like 27, was really challenging for me as a woman and a single woman who wanted a good career with children, you know? Yeah. Most yeah, no. of my challenges have been around colour more than my gender. So adding to that, um, I think I was also, my instinctive answer was yes, but also I think more in terms of, um, yes would be on a personal and societal level in terms of progress as well, but um, it, when it comes to your career and workplace, I think it would be a no there because even I've had a couple of instances right now, so I think it's a mixture of yes and no yeah. for now, it's situational level. Johanna, what did you think about? Yeah, that? I mean, I'm, 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 I'm a white woman. I'm, my answer would be, uh, as a single statement, uh, women of colour have not benefited anywhere near as much as, as, a, as a single statement, as a single. So, so I absolutely agree with the points that you were making there, Dina. That there are some things that you've benefited from, right to vote, maternity leave. Um, and so forth. And if we look at it at a global scale and, you know, charities like, you know, Women women for Women and the work that, that firms like that are doing around global feminism. And if we think to the issues that women in countries like Syria or Saudi Arabia are, are, are facing when you compare those to the rights of women that we have as women living in the UK, I sometimes feel that we can't compare the, those two. It's really hard to compare those those two. You know, the, the safety issue, the child trafficking, you know, all, all of those. Slavery, the fact that I was reading yesterday, slavery is still happening. And, you know, in, in 14 countries in, 
in the world, India is, is one of those countries. And so when you look at that at a global scale, I think, yes, there, there, there is, you know, progress in, in the fact of, of, of the feminist movement. But I also completely agree with all of the points that you made, and particularly in the corporate space, the progress for women of colour has been significantly less. And I think, well, the data would tell us that as well. The, da the, the data evidenced it's, it's statistically significant, less progress. If you look at the movements, the women that are on, on boards, primarily white women, even more so in, in the US, where you've got a larger population of um, black and brown women than we do in in the UK and still the representation of black and brown women on boards uh, for the Fortune 500 companies is, is absolutely minimal. So also to add um, a stat, so in India, the minimum um, number of women on a board of a company just has to be one. So that's I by law. Yeah, Which so is a little crazy, really, when the population <laughs> is 50-50, you know, to have one of 12, you know, isn't boards are typically twelve to fifteen people, aren't they? So, what? Yeah, and, and even <laughs> just representation of women in the C-suite when you're looking at a corporate space, it's just twenty-one percent women and seventy-nine percent men. So there's a lot of uh, scope over there for improvement. Yeah, no, that's yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> um, but it, it, it sounds like there's. Progress is progress, right? So I guess hopefully there'll be some more change. Yeah, I, I think I think we can't. As much as there there is so much more to be done, I think that we do have to kind of celebrate the progress that has been made, and it does take everything takes time, if that makes sense. Um, but one thing I was just thinking about um, as well in terms of feminism, like some of the biggest criticism I've faced, particularly when I was working full-time and the kids were like, I mean, I was really lucky in terms of the childcare they had. They had the same from when they were four up until the age of 10, which I know for so many women isn't the same, but so many like, mums at the school gate would question why I'm working in central London and choosing the career that I want to do more than, say, the dads that would be in... <laughs> I don't want to say impressed, like, oh, you've got a job, but I mean that they would be intrigued to kind of hear more about what I was doing than questioning my motherhood or my choice to work full time. I don't know if you had something similar, but I find that sometimes when we talk about feminism, mm -hmm. like the critics I can face with women on the choices that I've made for myself and my family. It's really interesting you say that, Dina. It's the I feel that I've been very fortunate, very, very privileged. You know, I've experienced maybe some sexism, but nowhere near as significant as, as for, for many women. But when I had my children, um, particularly when I, when I had Millie, um, I was, it was other women that questioned me coming back to work. I came back to work really quickly with, with all of my, my children. So after three or four months, and I continued to do the job that I was doing before, which meant that I was traveling, traveling a lot. And I didn't have a single man question my decision to come back or my decision to continue doing the role that I did. But I had 
I can't tell you how many women questioning why would you leave your, yeah. leave your child? Why? How can you? How can you be on another part of the world and leave? leave yeah, leave your children. And it's just it's fa- I find that the psychology of that fascinating. Really interesting, now, Johanna and Dina, because uh, uh, I'm a, like I was just talking about photo studies and MBAs with a group of friends, and uh, when I said, okay, fine, maybe I'll go when I'm thirty or you know more a little older. All the women said, no, you know, uh, you you must, uh, you know, get married, have a kid and then dedicate your life to your children. Whereas all the men were very encouraging and they said, oh, no, I mean, you should focus on your career too. So, uh, I mean, it's in a different context, but a similar sentiment, I feel. Yeah, I guess it's just, it's hard because I think there's no single way of, I'm not a mother, so, you know, I wouldn't know it, but motherhood encompasses so much, whether mm-hmm. that's your single mother, your working single mother, you work part-time, you, you, you have a partner to support you. And I, I think, I, I, I can imagine it's quite hard for mums to work out what is the best for them and their kid um, and the judgment around that and the judgment that comes um, with having other mothers or women shame yeah. you for those decisions yeah. so I think yeah. it's something that we've to check within ourselves like it goes back to the whole idea of whether feminism is inclusive but having mums talking to other mums and respecting that decision because technically if you're a feminist you should be supporting and empowering their decision to be working and there's no right or wrong way of of, of doing that um, you know if your child's safe and healthy then who, who, who are you to be judging how how they provide for um their own children um, yeah and I guess no, that's something I'm really yeah. passionate about because I know like for me when women were questioning my choice to work full-time and and have them in childcare, like I used to automatically feel the need to justify that I actually had two years maternity when I had them so from the they were born and they were with me for the first two years which is Incredible! I know I'm incredibly fortunate to have been women who just don't have that choice. But I kind of like feel like I said, well, you know, I was there with them for the first two years. They had an incredible bond. They didn't go to childcare until they were like, you know, two and a half, and I was with them then. But I, 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 I don't. And now I look back now, and I'm like, why did I feel that the need to kind of quantify how I'd, I've been as a mother when I've never questioned their decision to not do the same as me, you know? Yeah, I think it's the weird standards we put ourselves. So I think it beats into one of the questions I have done um, later about sort of patriarchy and male patriarchy. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of... A lot of uh, it goes back to how, you know, these, these structures have been in place for such a long time. We can't change this over math, over just a decade. And it's this idea of you should be at home why are you working and that boils down to patriarchy <clears throat> men should be going to work and women should be staying at home like you say it's, it's those little um you know it's it's it's, it's those traditions that are, that it, that is still prevalent in our society and in women who still describe themselves as feminists and i believe a feminist can 100% believe that staying at home is the right thing for, for them to do and it's also 100% feminist to want to go to work at the same time there's no better there's no worse and but why is it that going to work is still kind of frowned upon? Um, and is that down to patriarchy? So I guess this leads into the next question. Is, do, do you believe that there's been, um, 
you know, some women have benefited from white male patriarchy. When I say like white women, is is do you think patriarchy still seats within you know a lot of women in society today? That's quite a tough question. Sorry, because I I I'm. Sh- like when I put makeup on every day, I sit there and think, is this a feminist thing to do? Because I should be free in my body, right? I, I, am I putting the makeup on for myself or is it to attract someone else? And and it, But then why am I thinking that? Why can't I just... I'll see a feminist rant and rave and say, why do women feel the need to look like this, look a certain way and go to the gym? Like, you know, yeah, I, I have... That's nice to isn't it? Like, if I, yeah. if I definitely, if I want to wear makeup like even with like whether I'm with my partner or not like it is literally down to a can I be bothered for that additional time b is that what is that part of the look that I'm going for that day sometimes I just want to the other day I went to the shop and I was having makeup on and I was asked for ID I'm 40 like I've obviously got it going on but if I want to if I really want to shave my legs don't want to shave my legs want to get my eyebrows tattooed like those are all my personal choices for how I feel comfortable within my own body and I don't as much as yes you will have Western uh, ideologies thrown in in our face, which tends to be a look of a particular white woman, but you have to, within yourself, kind of really find a space that you're comfortable within. So I don't, Mm. and I don't believe, like, again, I feel like if there is a feminist rant on you shouldn't do X, Y, Z, it's exactly the same as someone else telling me I shouldn't do X, Y, and Z. But it's not to do that, and I'm still a with equal value no matter which path I take yeah I think it's a really uh, as, as you say it's like one of those uncomfortable complex difficult questions but an incredibly important one I, and I think it's often you know have have white women benefited more from uh, um but again I, I you know the Short answer is, is is probably yes, and probably yes for many white women. But again, I I often am cautious of categorising whole groups of people to to benefited equally, not just around kind of equ- the equality point, but also I think the the ideology of of, of individual women. Um, and I know that, you know, speaking to many of, of my friends, you know, my, my Indian friends, you know, f- friends in different countries, my white friends, black, black friends about actually so often this conversation on feminism, on rights, on the choices that, that we have as women are, are, are very personal. We've touched on it a little bit in this conversation already and Often I think that there is um, there is importance in being able to look at a whole society group from a sociology perspective um, because the data then shows us that there is inequality in the way that the people are treated. But equally, I think it's very important that we always remember that people are individuals. So what, what you know, and I often compare myself to my mother and then to, to, to Millie and, and my, my younger daughter as well. But, you know, my, I'm the same as my my mother. I'm a, a, a white woman, but her the things that she wanted and the you know she she was she, she worked she she um, 
but she was at home a lot, a lot more. And that was what she wanted. And that's, you know, she got huge pleasure out of a very, very simple life of going to the allotment each day and, and doing, doing those things. We didn't have, you know, lots of material goods. And those were the, you know, those were her choices. Um, and I find it, again, the psychology around this really fascinating because then the things that I have wanted less on the material things, but much more on, you know, career and feeling that I'm, uh, you know, have as equal opportunity as, as my brothers did to get into a, a good university, do, you know, travel the world. It was always what I knew I wanted to do. I wanted to work in a role that meant that I could explore, explore the world. The world. And I, again, I feel very, you know, privileged to have, have, have done, have done that. And then when I look at my daughter and I, you know, I, I think about this really deeply and I look at, you know, she's mixed race and she's, she expresses comments and views when I think she's brought up in a really inclusive household and, you know, has an understanding of her father's heritage and a, a mother's heritage, but she will say things that make me very, very aware as a mother and as a white woman that she sees herself very differently. Um, and she sees herself as, you know, even comments around the colour of her skin or the the, the colour of her, her hair and comments that other children would have made, which would never have even been part of my my narrative when I when I was was growing up. Um, and, and I think it comes down to as well, if in society we still have this view that there is a right way to live, live your life. So to get married, to stay married, to not divorce, to not have, you know, children from, you know, multiple relationships to, you know, that there's still a stigma to being, to being a single mom, to, you know, all, all of these things. And I just think, there's just so much progress to be made across the, the scope of fem, feminism as it relates to the fact that actually we we live in a very different world to the one that we did in the 1940s and the 1950s and the 1960s. Yet so often the view of the role of women, the role of men is in some cases still very traditional and the more and more that you start to look at the evidence around this just um and it comes back to white privilege Antonia the privilege that as a white woman we experience if something bad was to happen to us as as an example and and the privilege that we that, that we face around that so I don't know if I really answered exactly the question you were answering asking there Antonia but so but it, it's still just really questions for me that this is we must be very cautious about really treating people as as individuals yeah 100 I, I would agree with that and I guess within that is also checking how we as individuals can do more of as well, I guess. 